Gentlemen, welcome to Cops, Cons, and Comedy. Please welcome your hosts, John Gemini Lombardi and Mark Riccadonna. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Yeah, we're here, we're live. Here we go. Oh my God. Mark, we're gonna bring out to you a, uh, a gentleman who is a police officer. Um, this gentleman was a police officer up in Monroe, New York. And, uh, and he retired, um, and uh, it's a little wild of a place up there. He actually, if you ever know, uh, when you get pulled over by an officer, uh, you have to do a little taste test out in the middle of the street to make sure that you are sober enough to drive that car. Those police officers have to go through a test. They're not making it up on the spot. What's that? <laughs> Actually, make sure you put them names in this. Most comics sell merch after a show. This guy's going to, for $5, he won't test you if you're drunk. <laughs> they go through a pretty rigorous test on how to do these tests when people are pulled over so that when they go to court, you know, they did it the right procedure. How do they learn? How do the police officers get to learn this knowledge one-on-one. -on -one. Well, <laughs> little do you ask, um, they actually get citizens, they pick them up, and they drive them to one of the stations, and they get them drunk. And then they have a room of about 30 or 40 police officers, and they all have to practice on the different people that are alcoholic levels. Wouldn't you think, oh my God, wouldn't I would love to do that? So do I. So I did it. <laughs> <laughs> the crazy thing is they made you leave and they followed you out after you pulled out. <laughs> All right. That's a story we won't tell on the Facebook. <laughs> um, actually, it was kind of a little bit of a wild job. You met a bunch of citizens that nobody really knew each other. You got to drink whatever you picked whatever you wanted, and they bought it for you. They got you a little lunch, and then they test you out, and then you, in front of police officers, you have to do the, the whole test to see if they can test you out. The gentleman who does this and runs the whole program up there is the man I'm about to introduce you to. Please give a warm, warm welcome to Larry DeGorio. Larry! Now, little does anybody know, Larry, actually, after he retired, he always, always wanted to do comedy. He has now, for the past two years, been doing his dream of comedy. Um, but for right now, this is how I got him, because I promised him that he gets to do his comedy at the end. Otherwise, you promised me dinner. <laughs> all right so this was one thing that you know you could break a promise here and there all right first of all he brought up three things and i asked what is the best con jobs that were done up in his area 
How did they, the police deal with them? How did they work them out? This was one way that the police tried to get to be more friendly with the neighborhood. Larry, tell me why. Larry, that was your Do cue. a lot of... I was talking. All right. All right. Oh, it took me a minute to get the mic to my face. <laughs> There's a lot, I don't know if you people know, about ATM scammers or the skimmers that are on uh, gas pumps. We had a big problem with people skimming credit card information. This isn't funny at all. I don't know what the hell we're doing. <laughs> Everyone's staring at me like I'm bad. Holy crap. I don't like this. Can we... Ch no, no, no. It's only if you want to. It's going to be on Facebook Live so you can watch it later and say, that guy didn't know shit. I don't know what he was doing up there. <laughs> but there's skimmers that they put, and then they, they take the information from the skimmer, and they can load it onto any old credit card, a store card, even a hotel room key, anything with a magnetic strip, and then they get all your information. So if you're, I'm sure someone in the room has had a credit card compromise where you get a call from Visa, and they say someone just tried to order... $3,000 worth of Apple computers in Las Vegas is at you. And no, it's not, because nor normally your information was skimmed from an ATM skimmer. And it's just a little device they put over the... So do people have to be close to the... No. When they put the skimmer on? Can they just put it on and go anywhere? They put it on and leave, and then they come back for it later. A lot of things that happen, too, is uh, wait staff in some, you know... Uh, lower end places they're taking when they take your credit card to go run it through they'll run it through a skimmer and then they give it at the end of the night to someone for a quick hundred dollar bill and they have all your information how, and how can you avoid this how do you avoid it never give your credit card to anyone unless you're with it and when you go to an atm or to a gas pump look at the uh the little hoo-ha you stick your card in <laughs> and if, it is a sorry it's the the little kid in me <laughs> Put your card in the hoo-ha. That's it. And nobody gets hurt. But, uh, yeah, look at it and make sure that it's on there solid and it's actually part of it. We had a case up by us. You know the night deposits that businesses use? These guys came and they built one. They fabricated a wooden night deposit. They had a key because they were a bank customer, so they had the key to it, and they put temporary box, main box out of service, and Wendy's and McDonald's and the movie theater all dropped their night deposits into this box. And they would come before the bank opened and took it. And had they not got greedy and did it just for a couple nights instead of a couple weeks till the businesses realized their deposits weren't going in, that's how we wound up catching them on that. Because they got greedy. It is a greedy. Because they'll go out there. If you know <laughs> this someone who can stuff down. <laughs> Tony Mararat said, that's a great idea. I'm going to bring that back to the family. We'll do something with this. I like it. That'll work. I gotta be honest, looking around this room, I feel like I'm in a Scorsese movie. It's like all cops and criminals and a little of both. <laughs> God, give me another one. Give me a second one. Give me another Well, something else that happens that's really hard to catch the people because uh, it's done from other countries. Uh, how many people have gotten that call that says, Hello, I am from Microsoft and your computer has been hacked? <laughs> yeah. They say, if you do just what I tell you to do, we will be able to fix this quickly and easily. And they talk you through. Now go and type, I as in Indonesia, and they bring you through the whole thing. Once you type in what they tell you and hit enter, they have full access to your computer. Just like they're in front of it. They have a keyboard and a mouse. They completely run it. They have access to your passwords, your photos, everything. And your whole life is right down the tubes. So if you get those calls, 
My favorite is they called my father. My father doesn't even have an email or a smartphone. And they called and said there was something wrong with his computer. So my dad just played along. Yeah, I'm typing it in now. Hold on, did you get it? And he just played along with it but had no computer in front of him. Yeah, I, I play with them. I had a guy for 15 minutes on the phone, and he said, all right, now type in she like in cuckoo. I'm like, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And I was being a complete buffoon for 15 minutes, and he stayed with me. And I said, I need to talk to your supervisor. He's like, hello, I will get my supervisor. The I same said, guy called me and said that I owed money to the IRS. Same scam, same people. Same the guy. IRS scams, another one, and the other one that they're, they're targeting elderly people where they'll call and say, your grandson is in jail in Mexico, and you must go to Western Another Union. Call? But the IRS one cracks me up because they tell you, go to Walmart and get a money order. Well, I don't think the government is going to have us go to Walmart. But the Western Union scam for someone in jail is another big, and unfortunately... He, this gentleman here just said he got one. Exactly. I told them to keep my son. <laughs> I was on my way into work one morning. I got a call. So, <laughs> our, our How old's your son? It'd be great if he said three. Twins that are 18. Twins that are 18. Holy shit, when do you start? You look very young to have an 18-year-old. <laughs> You're going to start a domestic. I thought he was younger than me. And we will do field sobriety. It's called field sobriety test, which John was, which Em and I was telling you about, where we make people do the horizontal gaze nystagmus, that eye test, and then the one leg stand and the walk and turn. And uh, it's great because both of these, <laughs> we both did it. I had Mark and two other comedians all as drinkers, and you talk about a free for all, three <laughs> drunk comedians, and the one guy Kevin says. Can I do the whole test with a British accent? <laughs> so I'm like, sure. He goes, cheerio, pip, pip. He did everything British except when he counted, and then he did that German. German. <laughs> I remember that so well. You remember nothing. Um, <laughs> but it's, uh, you I know, was the least drunk out of everyone. He only blew a 1-6 twice the legal, legal limit. Yeah, you, I was the least drunk. I was the least drunk. I only blew two cops. Oh, easy, but don't pump. He'll be here all night. At least he, at least he got out of the ticket. Yeah, know. got into something else though. I, uh, I actually, and it was up by your area in Poughkeepsie. This is a true story. I, I was driving all night from uh, Watertown, New York. I did a USO show. Uh, the Rangers were about to get deployed. We did a show, and then we drove to West Point. Did a show there, and then I was driving to the hotel. And I had two comedians in the car, and I was the designated driver. I didn't have a drop of alcohol, but I also didn't sleep for about 35 hours. And I was driving, got pulled over for not signaling. They got me out of the car, did the whole test, and then he asked my two passengers, who were drunk as hell, can any of you guys, are you sober enough to drive? We're taking him in. <laughs> A drunk guy got behind my wheel and followed us to the precinct where they made me blow the, the, the test tube thing. And I, the guy goes, good news, bad news. Good news, you're sober. You're not getting a ticket. Bad news, you failed 20 out of 22 tests sober. 
That's because you're tired. <laughs> well, a likely story. If I had a dollar for every time someone was tired. Uh, but the, the police <laughs> work was not crazy. including your wife? Or? Uh, she's always tired or she's got a <laughs> headache. I don't know what's up with that. Getting lucky in my house. That's finding an unopened pack of Oreos in the closet. Are you shitting me? <laughs> now, a whole other story for another time. Maybe later we'll talk about that. Well, I hope you enjoyed our little bit of information and a little bit of cops, cons, and comedy. Please give them a hand. Thank you guys so much. What's he gonna do when they come for you?